0: Happy day, Rosao Garcia with Why Jesus. Welcome, everyone. I'm so happy to be with you guys. I'm hoping that you are feeling the love of family, friends, even though they may not be near or close by. Also, that you are feeling the love of God because he does love you and you are a child of God. We all are. So, I'm hoping that our time together today will help us feel some of that love that I'm talking about from our Father in Heaven. So today, uh, we are going to uh, go further into the section where Jesus is here. Visiting the North American continent and the people that lived here a long time ago and um, He's basically uh, Just Telling them that He is fulfilling the prophecies that spoke about his visit to other people that he had that were not of the same fold and that they would hear him And so it's been a beautiful reading of the visit that he had with the people in the Americas a long time ago. And so for those of you that are new that haven't been with us, we are following in the manual, Come Follow Me. Um, And that manual is produced by the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. You can get that at Deseret Books if you want to purchase it. Or you can go into LDS.org and under Libraries Find It and then find the week that we are covering. Or um, you can do a search there on the same LDS.org and find it. Um, Or you can download the app, The Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. And um, under Library, click on the Come, Follow Me manual. Then on the Individuals and Families. Then on the Book of Mormon. And then on the week that we are covering. This week is October 12th through 18th. And it's covering chapters 3rd Nephi 22-26. And the title of this is called Ye are the children of the covenant. And so basically, uh, we're going to dive into this. It has four sections. And those four sections, the first one is called, In the Latter Days, God Will Perform a Great and Marvelous Work. Second, the Savior Wants Me to Search the Words of the Prophets third God is merciful to those who return to him and fourth my heart should turn to my ancestors and so we're gonna touch upon these um, a little bit and we're gonna read some scriptures because I will not be able to do the same justice in summarizing them versus you hearing them as they are written so if you guys recall the last podcast it was titled um behold my joyous fool and that was uh, literally um, the second podcast that was talking about the visit of jesus christ into this continent, uh, and he came to visit people that had left Jerusalem about 600 years before Christ was even born, and so uh, that is when basically um, the prophets of that time, a prophet named Lehi was... uh, Teaching the people in Jerusalem about repentance and um, coming to God, and they didn't like the message. They were ready to kill him, and God said, Oh, well, yes, they are ripening for quick destruction, and I don't want you guys to be destroyed, so you need to take your family and leave, and I will guide you where you need to go and so basically he he did guide them and they were able to uh, get another family to come with them and just like in the days of Noah they were guided to make a boat um, and God brought them across the seas into uh, the American continent and um They popularized this part of the world. Uh, And so in their scriptures that they brought from Jerusalem, because they did bring scriptures, they taught the gospel of Christ in this part of the world. Uh, And then they kind of fell away from it, became too wicked. And um, here is Jesus Christ um, coming to fulfill that prophecy that he had told them. And teaching them the gospel of Jesus Christ, just like he did in the old world. And um, performing miracles like he did over there. He chose 12 apostles like he did over there. And basically, uh, all those writings compiled of the prophets that lived here, um, are is uh, they're compiled. And that is what we now call the Book of Mormon. It uh, was translated by a prophet named Joseph Smith. So we have these writings, these scriptures, and the whole purpose of the Book of Mormon is to um, be a second witness of Jesus Christ, the Bible being the first witness of his life and ministry in the Old World, and the Book of Mormon being um, the second witness of a people that left Jerusalem um, because the tribes of Israel were going to be scattered, and they're part of the tribe of Israel. And uh, basically, um, he did everything in this part of the world that he did on the other uh, side. And both of those two books come together in these latter days to testify to the world that Jesus is in fact the Christ and the Savior of the entire world. Uh, not just of the old world. So, beautiful, beautiful chapters. I recommend you read them yourself, uh, that you um, see how that fits with what you know in your own um, worship, being of the, you know, God and Jesus Christ. You'll come to see that this book is surely just as defined as a witness of what you already know so beautiful chapters this new one is one of my favorites just because he is basically telling us we are as special to him as the people in that part of the world and um it is clearly titled ye are the children of the covenant and so i'm going to read you a part here that is beautifully said it says when you hear people use terms like house of Israel do you feel like they're talking about you the Nephites and the Lamanites were literal descendants of Israel their story even begins in Jerusalem but to some of them Jerusalem must have been must have seemed like a land which is far distant a land which we know not yes they they were a branch of the tree of israel but they were also a lost also lost from its body but when the savior appeared to them he wanted them to know that they were not lost to him ye are of the house of israel he said and ye are of the covenant He might say something similar to you today, for anyone who is baptized and makes covenants with him is also of the house of Israel, of the covenant, no matter who you descend from or where you live. In other words, when Jesus speaks of the house of Israel, he is talking about you. The instruction to bless all the kindreds of the earth is for you. The invitation to awake again and put on thy strength is for you and his precious promise my kindness shall not depart from thee neither shall the covenant of my peace be removed is for you so there you have it we are children of the same god He has made the promises to the entire world. It doesn't matter where we live. And how we become part of the followers of Christ is through baptism. And so um, we decide whether we want to be a part of that. But essentially everybody on the face of the earth is part of the house of Israel. Except some of us choose to be adopted into the literal house of Israel who follows Jesus Christ, or some of us may choose not to. But the bottom line is that we all are children of the covenant and he will fulfill the promises to all of us that were spoken by prophets of old and that are being upheld by the prophets of today. And we are literally seeing so many of those prophecies being fulfilled. So the first section is called, In the Latter Days God Will Perform a Great and Marvelous Work. So I am going to read a little bit about um, how we are part of the house of Israel. Uh, because we need to understand where um, we come from. We come from a promise that God made to Abraham a long time ago, uh, wherein he said that uh, basically that he will be blessed and his generations will be like the sand in the sea and the oceans uh, that countless that we were all part of his household and so there's some scriptures that talk to that effect um and this section in the latter days god will perform a great and marvelous work is talking about just putting everything together uh, for him to bring back the house of israel or for all of us not to be scattered anymore scattered in not knowing what our life and purpose is for or not scattered literally into a place where we feel we don't belong but that we all will feel like we're part of his fold. And so uh, there's some great scriptures here. I am going to try and see if this will not shut off while I read them from the book as well. And hopefully um, we can continue to read these scriptures. The first one I am going to read is on 3rd Nephi 20 to 36. And let's see if I can get there. 1st Nephi 20 to 26. So here we go. And it says, okay, if I can get there, All right. He says, And then shall be brought to pass that which is written, Awake, awake again, and put on thy strength, O Zion, put on thy beautiful garments, O Jerusalem, the holy city, for henceforth there shall no more come into thee the uncircumcised and the unclean. I like how he's saying... Um, Awake and awake, and put on thy strength. I love that um, visual for me. Uh, And then he says, And after that ye were blessed, then fulfilleth the Father the covenant, 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 which he had made with Abraham, saying, In thy seed shall all the kindreds of the earth be blessed unto the pouring out of the holy ghost through me upon the gentiles which blessing upon the gentiles shall make them mighty above all unto the scattering of my people o house of israel so there's that blessing that he was talking about where he was going to bless all the people of the earth and i am hoping that we are still recording yes it is working so I can go back and forth thank goodness Um, and then this new section here um, it says the Savior gave the multitude some remarkable promises and prophesied about the future of the covenant people and that includes you and then the scriptures that we are going to look into here is on, let's see here, 3rd Nephi 21, 1 through 7, and I am going there, and I love this part uh, because it talks about basically what is happening and how he's going to bring us all together to know that we're of his fold. And it says, And verily I say unto you, I give unto you a sign, that ye may know the time when these things shall be about to take place, that I shall gather in from their long dispersion my people, O house of Israel, and shall establish again among them my Zion. And behold, this is the thing which I will give unto you, for a sign for verily, I say unto you that when these things which I declare unto you, and which I shall declare unto you hereafter of myself, and by the power of the Holy Ghost, which shall be given unto you of the Father, shall be made known unto the Gentiles that they may know concerning this people who are a remnant of the house of Jacob, and concerning the this people my people, who shall be scattered by them. Verily, verily, I say unto you, when these things shall be made known unto the Father, and shall come forth of the Father from them unto you, for it is wisdom in the Father that they should be established in this land, and be set up as a free people by the power of the Father, that these things might come forth from them unto a remnant of the seed, That the covenant of the Father may be fulfilled, which he hath covenanted with his people, O house of Israel. Therefore, when these works and the works which shall be wrought among hereafter shall come forth from the Gentiles unto your seed, which shall dwindle in unbelief because of iniquity, for thus it behooveth the Father that it should come forth from the Gentiles, that he may know forth excuse me, that he may show forth his power unto the Gentiles for this cause that the Gentiles, if they will not harden their hearts, that they may repent and come unto me and be baptized in my name, and know of the true points of my doctrine, that they may be numbered among the people of O house of Israel. And when these things come to pass, that the seed shall begin to know these things, it shall be a sign unto them that they know that the work of the Father hath already commenced unto the fulfilling of the covenant, which he hath made unto the people who are of the house of Israel. All of that basically means that He was going to have the people in this part of the world write about him and his promises he made unto his fathers. And then he was going to come and visit them. And the people, as great as they were and had the scriptures, they were going to fall into wickedness and unbelief and he wanted the history of these people in this part of the world to be written, to be scripture uh, on how they worshiped him and they fell away and became wicked and then they were destroyed because the history of these people as scripture was going to be brought to the light of future generations for them to learn from their ancestors who they worshiped and why they were a fallen people and why they were destroyed. And so essentially that is what the Book of Mormon is. It is the history of the people in the American continent and the people here, uh, we are learning from them that we are uh, basically a part of the people that lived in that part of the world, and we are um, children of the covenant, and that we are as worth as much as the other people are, and that we deserve to have his gospel and his blessings just like the rest of the world. So, basically, that's what everything that I just read meant and he says when the people your future generations start to read your writings and your scriptures that is when the that is everything's being fulfilled because they will have your uh writings about who you were and who you worshiped and what you believed in And that is when the marvelous work is about to begin, which means he's gathering all the tribes of Israel, gathering all his children um, for the second coming. And so I'm so grateful that I have... Uh, the scriptures that can tell me how I am special to God and how I am part of all of those blessings and promises he made of old. And so the second part of this section here is called The Savior Wants Me to Search the Words of the Prophets. And so here he is commanding them to bring the scriptures from the old world, then to write the prophecies of the prophets in this part of the world, and then he says, we, the future generations, will read about them. Well, why does God want us to read the words of the prophets? So I am going to read you a section here that tells us that. Let's see if I can get there. Um We are going to read in 3rd Nephi, chapter 26, 1 through 12. And I love this part. Jesus Christ himself is talking to us. And it says here, And now it came to pass that when Jesus had told these things, he expounded them unto the multitude, uh, and he did expound all things unto them, both great and small. And he said... These scriptures, which ye had not with you, the Father commanded that I should give unto you. For it was wisdom in Him that they should be given into unto future generations. And He did expound all things, even from the beginning until the time that He should come in His glory. Yea even all things which should come upon the face of the earth even until the elements should melt with fervent heat and the earth should be wrapped together as a scroll and the heavens and the earth should pass away and even unto the great and last day when all people and all kindreds and all nations and tongues shall stand before god to be judged of their works whether they be good or whether they be evil if they be good to the resurrection of everlasting life and if they be evil to the resurrection of damnation being on a parallel the one on the one hand and the other on the other hand according to the mercy and justice and the holiness which is in christ who was before the world began. Excuse me. And now, there cannot be written in this book even a hundredth part of the things which Jesus did truly teach unto the people. But behold, the plates of Nephi do contain the more part of the things which he taught the people. And these things I have written which are lesser part of the things which he taught to the people. And I have written them to the intent that they may be brought again unto this people from the Gentiles according to the words which Jesus hath spoken. And when they shall have received these, which is expedient that they shall have first to try their faith, and if it it shall be so that they shall believe these things, then shall the greater things be made manifest unto them. And if it so be that they will not believe these things, then shall the greater things be withheld from them unto their condemnation. Behold, I was about to write them, all which were engraven upon the plates of Nephi, but the Lord forbade it, saying, I will try the faith of my people. Therefore, I, Mormon, do write the things which have been commanded me of the Lord. And now, I, Mormon, make an end of my sayings and proceed to write the things which have been commanded me. So, this is where we get the name of the book. Mormon was a prophet in these old... um, well, I don't want to say old world, but in the old American continent. And he was compiling all the writings of the previous prophets in this land. And uh, basically Jesus was telling him which of the writings he wanted to be passed down to us. And uh, he was also saying that we were going to get these writings through the gentiles meaning through some uh, the people from you know europe um, that part of the world that are known as the gentiles uh, we were going to get the book brought out to light from one of them and and sure enough that's how we did get the book um, through joseph smith who Whose family came across the seas um, and um, lived in this part of the world, and then he was commanded he to translate this, the writings into English, and this is how we have the Second Witness of Jesus Christ, uh, what we called uh, the Book of Mormon today. So, but Jesus Christ was talking here and saying he wanted us to have these scriptures that would tell us who we are and how we're part of the fold and for us to learn what happened to our ancestors and how we can learn from what they did when they lived here and the things that we should learn not to do as well and so This Come, Follow, Me manual is essentially telling us, learn from the history of your ancestors what you should follow. And we should all follow Jesus Christ if we want to receive all the blessings that we can receive through our mortal life and unto the life uh, in the next world. So... The last part, um, the last two sections say, "God is merciful to those who return to Him," and and then my heart should turn to my ancestors. And on these sections, uh, he's talking about how he will give all of us through faith an opportunity. To develop a relationship with god and jesus christ where we can through reading the scriptures and living their commandments we shall gain more and more light so that we get to know them better and get to understand why um, he wants us to live the gospel so that he can bless us and so he is merciful unto those that follow him through those that um, those that repent and seek to be guided by them. He does bless us with greater understanding and knowledge about who they are and how we can overcome our own trials and weaknesses. And then he does something marvelous that i think the world is finally catching on and that is to turn our hearts to our ancestors and and this is part of the jewish history and the people in the old world uh, they were told that the One of the great signs and prophecies in these old old or old times or old last days is what I mean to say is that we were going to turn the hearts of our hearts into our ancestors and there's a prophet that prophesied of that called um, turning our hearts to our ancestors and his name was elijah and so it says here, the promised return of Elijah was, has been eagerly anticipated by Jews around the world for centuries. Latter-day Saints know that Elijah was, has returned, appearing to Joseph Smith in Kirtland in 1836. The work of turning the hearts to the fathers' temple and family history work is well underway. And so those are Promises that have been fulfilled, and a lot of people are into their genealogy and searching their ancestors, um, even people that are not members of the church, if you you know are aware you you hear all of these shows on DNA and ancestors everywhere and um, and we, the church, we do the majority of the work that we do in our church is to link ourselves to our ancestors and learn from them what who we are and what promises God has made to all of us and so literally we're the link between us and our past we are helping them um come unto Christ as well and so I love this section here, and I am going to leave you with a scripture that talks about that. And so I am going to go, let's see here, Third Nephi 22, 4 through 8, um, talks about how strong of a relationship we need to build with our God um but i am going to go basically to the last scripture on our ancestors and it says here after this vision had closed another great and glorious vision burst upon us for elijah the prophet who was taken to heaven without tasting death stood before us and said Behold, the time has fully come which was spoken of the mouth of Malachi, testifying that he, Elijah, should be sent before the great and dreadful day of the Lord come to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the children to the fathers, lest the whole earth be smitten and cursed. Therefore, the keys of this dispensation are committed into your hands, and by this ye may know that the great and dreadful day of the Lord is near, even at the doors. So, the hearts of the children have to be turned to their ancestors before the second coming. And that is well underway. And so we know that these prophecies are continuing to be fulfilled and God bringing the house of Israel together again. And so I can visualize that Jesus Christ is visiting these people and he's telling them that we are part of the same fold that left Jerusalem and saying, other sheep I have that are not of the same fold. And ye shall hear my voice and there shall be one shepherd. And then the visual that he tells them, how many times have I gathered you as a hen gathereth as little chicks under their wings and ye would not come. He is trying to gather us to come unto him to look and do those things that our ancestors did to come unto Him so that He can bless us. And here we are in this, the latter stage, about to see so many of these prophecies fulfilled and He's still reaching us, trying to have us come unto Him and so that He can bless us. And so I feel of that love when I read that he is trying to gather us and bring us unto him even as a chicken tries to bring all his little chicks under their wings and so I hope you were able to feel some of God's love for you as we read some of this but so he's still here visiting the next chapter is fabulous the next section so I hope to um, read that to you and share some more of that love. And So this is Rosa Garcia with Why Jesus, signing off for now.